I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. This episode is a real celebration. This is episode 100 of The Discomfort Practice, and I'm just in disbelief that over the past nearly three years, I've been on this mic over 100 times. I say over 100 because there have been some past guests I've had to re-record, well, particularly one, so thank you to Hannah Von Jones for sticking with me because the universe just didn't want to play ball with us and we had to record her episode three times, I kid you not. But I just want to express, first of all, gratitude to my guests who have agreed to be on here, who've helped me in my own discomfort practice of creating something and putting it into the world, which if you've ever done it yourself, you know is quite uncomfortable. If you've never done it yourself, I can assure you this is not the most comfortable practice to have in the world. But I also want to thank you. Whether this is the first time you've listened to this podcast or you've been a longtime listener, I just appreciate knowing that you're out there, whoever you are, wherever you are. Some of you I know, some of you I know quite well, some of you I may never meet, but we're part of something of a community of consciousness together. Anybody who chooses to listen to a podcast about discomfort, I kind of make some assumptions about where we are on the same page. <laughs> this isn't really a theme most people seek out or are drawn to, unless we have some some common learning curves, some common desires for what we bring to life and, and what we get out of it. So I just wanted to pause and do a bit of a reflection over what the past 100 episodes represents in terms of my own personal journey through my own discomfort practice. But first, I would really love to ask for kind of a birthday gift from you. So you're probably listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and you might already subscribe to it, so you, you see it popping up regularly, but I would love your help in reaching a wider audience as we launch into the next 100 episodes of The Discomfort Practice together. Please, if you don't already, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, and then leave it a like, a five-star, a written review, whatever's appropriate to the platform that you're listening on, because it really does help to get this out there. You know, the social media, the podcast game is an algorithms game. So when the tech platform can see that people are engaging with this, are listening to it, and are sharing it, it actually then spreads the word even further. So I would really love your help. So then the second thing is, besides subscribing, liking, all of that, please share this podcast with someone. Go back through some of the episodes, if you could, and share one that really landed for you with someone you think would enjoy it, because that's my entire intention in this, to record whatever needs to come through me and send it out there, absolutely having faith that it will, it will end up 
with the people it needs to end up with. So please help spread that. And I really do think that this message that I, I highlight on every episode that discomfort is such a beautiful opportunity to grow, to confront the things that make us afraid and actually heal those things that I just want more people to be hearing it. So if you've listened to this podcast much, you've heard me talk about where it came from, what birthed it. And it was the deep, deep discomfort of the COVID lockdown where I was living in Barcelona, Spain. It was a really intense experience. And a lot of you probably had similarly intense experiences. But in Barcelona, we literally weren't allowed to leave our apartments for almost, well, two and a half months. And I was living with two people, one of whom never left their room. So that was awkward. But I spent a lot of time in my room, in my apartment, alone. And all of my work stopped. So suddenly I had no work for the first time in my life. And everything just went quiet. And it was super uncomfortable. I like to compare it to, you know, when you get a puppy and you're trying to teach it who the alpha is. And so one of the techniques is you hold it in your arms upside down. So its legs are in the air and you just hold it there until it stops squirming and just submits. And that's how I felt about the lockdown. I did not enjoy the first three weeks of it. I fought it hard. I didn't want to sit still. I didn't know how to sit still. And I didn't realize how much of my life had been out of obligation or just unquestioning. You know, I socialize, I'm busy. I'm a busy person. It's how I identified. And then suddenly all of that was gone. And it forced me to go into parts of me I didn't really know very well, or even really recognize existed. And one of those areas was my creativity and realizing that actually I'm a deeply creative person. Something I've been uncomfortable about is using my voice to say my own things, because a lot of my past work has involved saying things for other people, being a spokesperson, heading up public campaigns. And this podcast is just me. It's just my thoughts, the people I want to interview. And so that in itself was really uncomfortable for me. And so I, I decided that it was time to focus on discomfort. I felt like it was something the world really needed. And I still feel like it's something the world really needed because what I realized in that deep discomfort of the COVID lockdown in 2019 was that discomfort can lead you to really beautiful places. And I wanted other people to have an opportunity to hear that and to have that resonate with whoever it needed to resonate with and to help us talk about and examine and celebrate and shine a light on the positive role that discomfort can and does play in helping us to move forward together, to find more conscious ways to live on this planet, to interact with each other, but mainly to interact with ourselves. How do we treat ourselves when we're stressed? How do we see challenges? As I thought about the last 99 episodes, a lot of them are interviews, and more and more I've started to do solo episodes because that is definitely the edge of my comfort zone. That is my discomfort practice, getting on here alone. And just of, of who I am now compared to who I was 
three years ago, at sort of the beginning of the pandemic, because I would say we're still kind of in it. You know, we're we're in a pandemic era. We've all, well, experienced collective trauma from it. I've talked to some incredible people. And if you've listened to any episode, you know I always ask them the first question, which is, what's an uncomfortable moment that shaped who you are and what you do in the world? And the answers to that question have been beautifully diverse, as beautifully unique as the people themselves, but there have been some common themes. Because, of course, I've chosen people who have a beautiful understanding of discomfort as a catalyst for breaking out of things that shouldn't be comfortable for us, things that hold us back, but might feel comfortable, you know, sort of limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, comfortable situations and relationships that really aren't getting us where we're meant to go, really aren't helping us to be who we truly need to be in the world. And of course, my own journey has been a mirror of that. As I started this podcast, as I launched it in October 2020, you know, I was I was just a year and a bit out of finalizing a divorce. I was in a city that I never really loved. Well, that is a bit of an understatement if any of you have listened to some of my past discomfort about living in Barcelona. If any of you know me personally, it just was not it wasn't my place. It's never been a comfortable place for me, a place I enjoyed living, a place that just suited me. And so add to that the pandemic, and it was really the beginning of stripping away the things that were a little bit comfortable but weren't ultimately where I needed to be. And I'm not going to beat myself up about how long it took me to leave Barcelona. I only finally left in January of this year, 2023, and it took having my beautiful apartment broken into and everything I owned thrown on the floor to help me finally leave that uncomfortable comfort zone of mine. But I just think back over the freedom that I feel now, that I have in my life now, and I think back to who I was a few years ago, and it is dramatically different. For one thing, I've become more and more comfortable coming out of the closet about who I am as a conscious, spiritual person. And as part of that, it's led to, well, for example, right now, I'm almost halfway through a two-year course to become a qualified metaphysical therapist and coach. And that means I start to more regularly engage in the kind of conversations that I, I have with close friends, but with, you know, people I've just met about how all things are possible in the quantum field, how we create our reality. I've come from feeling absolutely stuck in, literally stuck in my apartment because the government said I couldn't leave and they actually policed that in Spain, to living this life of real joy and freedom and increasing joy and freedom to be myself publicly in the sort of wider world like this because there's publicly where I can see everybody and kind of manage the situation. And then there's this kind of publicly where I don't really know who's listening to this. This could be shared with anyone, you know, like this is the real me, but without trying to control who hears it or what any of you think about it, because that's not my responsibility. You know, my responsibility is just to show up in the world as myself, authentically, vulnerably, and 
And that's what this podcast is about for me. So as I look toward the next 100 episodes, my pledge to you is to keep being uncomfortable, to really push the edges of my comfort zone and actually to seek to push the edges of our collective comfort zones. So for example, I mean, you probably have clocked there a few themes on this podcast that come up regularly in what I talk about, who I interview, because for the past 20 years and most of my life actually, I'm 44 and I've literally been working in these issues since I was 10 years old, focusing on human rights, equality, and climate change. And the pandemic has really escalated broad awareness of just what a pickle (laughs) we are in on all of those fronts. And you know what? I've never felt less alone. I've never felt more hopeful about the future. Because when you've been talking about climate change in your own career for almost 20 years, and nobody has paid attention, it kind of gets to you. But now there's kind of this collective realization of just where we are, which I have to say is exactly where we've been predicted to be by experts since like the 80s. So this is something that the solutions are within us, but they will only come from being collectively uncomfortable, from realizing our comfort zones do not serve us individually or collectively if we're going to find solutions to things that are good for us all. I want to take us through something that... Um, I hope is useful, not just on the sort of fluffy macro level, but for realsies for your life. There is no such thing as bad news or awful circumstances. Things can be hard, and yes, things are often painful. That's life. All of the things that are just these normal, normal parts of life that are uncomfortable, that are painful, change when you start to see them through the lens of this is just part of the path to beautiful. This is part of the path to becoming fully myself. And if you choose to see things that way, life becomes pretty magical. And for me personally, it means not much rocks my boat anymore. You know, I have this inner serenity, this inner grounding that means even in the midst of my fairly crazy life where I'm a digital nomad, I don't have a place I live. (laughs) I live in a country that I'm not from, in a language that I'm not native to, and I'm a freelancer, so my work life changes constantly. But even in that, I have this deep inner calm, and my discomfort practice, my conscious discomfort practice and perspective from the past three years in particular, has really built that. So I want to take you through a reflection, a personal reflection for yourself. So have a piece of paper, a pen handy. And if you're driving or on your way somewhere, just listen to this and then go back to it when you can spend some time with it and pause and maybe scribble some things down because I think it will be a very useful exercise if you're up for it. Get comfortable if you can, if you're not driving or on your way somewhere so that you can pause and reflect. First of all, just let your mind clear and think what hard things have happened to me since 2020. Just close your eyes and let whatever visuals, whatever thoughts need to come up in answer to that question come up. What hard things have happened to me since 2020? And then let those things feel 
however they actually feel. Maybe you want to pause and just spend some time sitting with that. Let these things really come to mind and paint a picture in your mind. Those hard things, the circumstances, the setting, the people, anything specific, let it come to life and then feel that in your body, in your emotions. Don't shy away from uncomfortable ones that might come up. Let yourself particularly feel the uncomfortable emotions. Maybe things like anger or sadness, loss, confusion. And just take a moment and let yourself feel all of those things, any of those things, whatever comes up and pause this recording if you need to. And then if you're ready, just write down a few of those things or all of those things. Feel free to pause and just really take a look at those hard things you've experienced since 2020. Acknowledge them. Feel the discomfort of them. Things don't go away just because we don't think about them, just because we ignore them. They're still there, so acknowledge them. It's also really important to acknowledge the feelings, especially the ones that you don't feel comfortable with, because they need to feel heard. Don't push them away. Say things like anger, I see you. Sadness, I feel you. Loss, all of those things. Give them a name. And just say, I see you. I recognize you. You are part of my experience. You are part of me. And then if you want to pause this, close your eyes and just sort of look down. Go inward. Gather all of those situations, those feelings that you've recognized and acknowledged. Maybe there are some faces, some people in there. Gently guide them into a corral or a swimming pool or someplace where you feel you can gently guide them and it's a nice place for them to be and for you to be. So they're all together. And then look at those emotions, those people, those circumstances. Pause if you need to after I tell you next what to do. Because I want you to just take your time. Work through each of those situations and acknowledge the things that were hard. And you can even say, that was really hard. You have felt really hard in my life. This circumstance was really hard. I really struggled. I still don't really like you, or I don't like this thing, or whatever you need to do. But the main thing is to allow yourself to observe what you need to feel and name it. And just do that process. Pause this. And then after you've gone through that, if you're ready to, say thank you and release them. Say Thank you for being my teacher. Thank you for being part of my path to becoming more fully free and fully myself. I thank you. I'm grateful. You are free to go. I release you. This person, this circumstance. And it's also important to acknowledge if you're not yet ready to do that with some circumstances or people or emotions that are coming up for you. Don't force it. But say, acknowledge that. I'm not quite ready yet to let you go to thank you, but I'll be back when I'm ready. Because you're setting an intention. And what you set an intention for is where you end up. It's like when Babe Ruth used to point at the fences before hitting a home run. These things have been your teachers. The uncomfortable things are our teachers much more than the comfortable things. Think about it. When you go to the gym, 
The days when you work out extra hard and you're sore the next two days are the days when you know you're building more muscle, but you had to break down the boundaries of the old muscle first so that you could build something new. And that's what these circumstances are, especially the painful ones. They're breaking down something that was to make room for something else, something better. Let those things guide you. Let those things be milestones. And have that awareness now, if you don't already. When things are hard, when things are uncomfortable, when you're having conversations or situations or emotions that you're not particularly enjoying or that are deeply uncomfortable, those are guiding you toward deeper wisdom. And so now just take a deep breath. After you've gone through that exercise as many times as you wanted to and paused wherever you wanted to and written things down if you want to, take a deep breath. If you need to go back over this, do it. If your corral, your swimming pool was very full of things and people, go back and work through it. And then let go of whatever's ready to go. And then release any tension or stress from your body. Notice it. Is there any tightness anywhere? Is there any tingling or stress or just a feeling of anxiety? Breathe it out. Maybe shake your hands, shake your head, shake your feet. Let that go from your body because I work a lot with somatics and I know that we store anger, we store stress as tension, as things that hang on, sadness as heaviness. So just let those things go when you're ready to let go. And maybe it helps you to close your eyes again and imagine a pink fog starting to move through your brain and it's sticky like cotton candy. And as it moves through your brain, as it moves through your body, it just catches any of those things that are heavy that you're ready to let go of. And it just serves as a filter, carrying those things out as it progresses across your body, across your brain, just taking those things away from you. You're ready to let go of them. You've acknowledged them. You've thanked them. You've acknowledged that the pain, the discomfort is good, but you're ready to not live in the memory of it and then just let it go and then be grateful. Say, what am I grateful for today in my life, in myself? And if you find yourself without an answer to that, I'm going to challenge you to keep asking that question until you do find an answer. Because every moment you have the capacity to choose whether to be grateful, whether to see hard things as your teachers, as the path to a better version of yourself, or whether you choose to see them as things that happen to you, things that people do to you or life does to you. And that puts you in a victim mode and that is your choice. So choose instead to be grateful. Grateful that you are wiser from hard things, more resilient. You're still here. You're able to choose. Think about the things in your your story over the past few years that have been uncomfortable and take a moment to be grateful to say, I am grateful that happened to me because I wouldn't be who I am today without it. Maybe make that now a daily practice. I don't do it daily. I would like to. I have morning rituals and gratitude is sometimes part of that, but it is a beautiful practice. And actually, there are a lot of studies that show that gratitude, having a gratitude practice actually decreases pain, like physical pain, and increases your lifespan. So Just by the simple act, it's not really simple sometimes if you're having a hard day, but by choosing to be grateful, you are literally doing yourself good. Let go of the idea that anything happens to you, that it's bad just because it's painful or hard. 
just be grateful to it and see what happens. Start to change your perspective on discomforts if you haven't already, and then see what happens in your reality. When you see the goodness of hardship, that you see that, that the point of anything hard, uncomfortable, is really good to help you in some way. Don't get tangled up in the details. Keep your eye on that perspective because that will set you free. It's something that sets you free to build those muscles, that resilience, rather than rejecting discomfort, embracing it and letting it remake you. So anytime you start to experience something uncomfortable, remember that. This is freeing me. This is freeing me to be something that is more authentic to me, to let go of the things that no longer fit me, that maybe keep me in a place or keep me in a life that I, I don't really want or that doesn't really help me to become what I need to be in the world. So I hope that process has been interesting, thought-provoking, maybe brought up some feelings. If that's the case, I've done my job. <laughs> but I would love to hear from you. What did that bring up for you? What is your perspective on discomfort now compared to the beginning of this crazy pandemic thing we've been going through? Please do reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at the Betsy Reed. Um, my website is betsy-reed.com. You can drop me an email there. You can DM me on Instagram, but I would love to hear from you. And I would love to hear how maybe learning to embrace and be grateful for discomfort has shaped your perspective and your reality differently over the past few years, over the past many years, maybe it's been a practice for you. I just wanna end with another thank you for being part of my community as I mark this 100th episode. You're here with me, even if it's just for a moment or you've been along for the entire four seasons thus far. I am honored to spend time with you. I'm honored that you choose to spend time listening to this. I'm really excited about the next 100 episodes, and just as a little taster of what's coming up, I'm really challenging myself to be uncomfortable. Uh, season 5 is going to launch at the beginning of 2024, and I've got some, some plans in the works, which might include a roadshow with past and future guests in the UK and the US in particular. So I'm putting that out there because it makes me uncomfortable, because I'm kind of committing to this publicly. But what if it doesn't happen? But, you know, what's the worst that can happen? But um, that's my intention. I really want to get out there and meet some of you. I would love to take some of my amazing guests on a stage somewhere, film us having a conversation so we can put it out there even more widely. And I just can't wait to see what happens next as I, I live in this reality that discomfort is, takes us to the edge of our superpowers. Life is exciting, and life is good. There is no bad when you see it that way. So thank you for listening. Please keep listening. Please spread the word. Leave me reviews. Share this podcast. As always, stay uncomfortable. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts, Leave me a five-star and written review and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet 
where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable. <laughs>